0: It's called the Delayed Response Tactic, and in this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to go there. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog, and your host... the sales playbook podcast i've personally trained over fifty thousand sales reps sales leaders and business owners to sell more so get your playbooks ready because school is now in session this week's episode of the sales playbook podcast is brought to you by our how to close more deals resource going to be talking all about it at the end of the podcast but if you want to take a look at it now Visit yoursalesplaybook.com/slash/close more. Okay, so this is going to be a short episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast. I mean, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Don't want to be sitting here messing around with podcasts and such. I got beer, bourbon, and cigars. Lots of chicken wings waiting for me. So I gotta like do this as quick as possible. So this tactic that I want to teach you today. It's called the delayed response tactic, and all it is, it's a delayed response email, and we use it to give someone a gentle reminder to do something. So the best use of this email, and certainly what we're gonna be talking about today, is to use it between meetings with a prospect Use it as you know part of your follow-up. And you know what? Before I tell you how to use it, because again, it's incredibly simple to do this. I mean, you're going to say, man, this is just so simple. So effing easy to use. I just want to just tell you how I feel about something. I really believe that that period of time between meetings with the prospect... I think we're 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 most vulnerable during that time now why is that and why do I feel that way because when you're having a meeting with someone they can't help but be thinking about you and focused on the mission and you know thinking about yeah man it really sucks what I have right now I really need to upgrade and you know all the pain and the opportunity they're, they're focused right And yes, there are other things that they have on their mind at that time, but that's about the most attention that you're ever going to get from a busy decision maker. But now when you're not in front of them and when you're not in a meeting, there's a lot of time for them to forget about you, a lot of time for a competitor to be whispering in their ear, a lot of time for kind of that doubtful stakeholder who's also involved in the decision to kind of state their case as well. And you're not there to defend yourself. And, you know, you know that old saying, time kills all deals, right? So, you know, momentum can be lost. Deals can be lost. So this is just a simple tactic that you can use for that follow-up and to stay top of mind and to give someone a gentle nudge. And it works like this. Remember, the name of this, right? We're calling this the delayed response email, which means we're going to delay our response, right? I mean, it's very simple. So let's just say you email a prospect. You're emailing them to follow up on something that they, maybe they're supposed to do. You get a response from them on Monday. And, you know, it's something along the lines, oh, man, sorry, you know, I've been super swamped. I'll get back to you this Thursday. So remember, this is a Monday that you're getting this response. And the days don't matter, but I just want you to see the delay aspect of the delayed response email. So it's Monday. Hey, sorry, been really busy. Had to get my back waxed that day. I don't know, some bullshit excuse. I'm going to get you that stuff by this Thursday. Now, the knee-jerk reaction would be, Oh, you got your back waxed. I, I you know, I I get my back and my and my ass waxed. I don't know. No, that that's not the knee jerk reaction. The knee jerk reaction would be to kind of respond to that in the moment they get, okay, you know, sounds good, or or whatever, or I'll call you then or whatever. With the delayed response, I'm suggesting you do nothing. Immediately, So you get that response on a Monday. They said that they're going to get you those TPS reports by Thursday. Guess what you do? You delay the response until Thursday instead of that immediate response. That will give them a gentle nudge. So let's just say they're supposed to do it on Thursday. You get this shit on Monday. You wait till Thursday. I don't care what you write. It could be, you know, sounds good. Looking forward to it. Give you a call later today, right? But the delay and then the response gives them a gentle nudge, right? I mean, there's other ways to do a gentle nudge, but this is just, its it doesn't come across as needy. I think it's a little bit um, outside the typical pattern, right, that we see. Let me give you another example. Prospect emails you that they're gonna have a decision for you Next Tuesday. Instead of saying yippee, right? Hey, th- hey, thanks, bro. Looking forward to uh, you know a bigger, fatter commission check this month. Whatever, whatever you'd respond. You know, you know that I'm being a wise ass here. Instead of that immediate response, again, they're saying, hey, we'll have a decision for you next Tuesday. You delay the response. All of a sudden. Next Tuesday rolls around. That day, you respond. Sounds good. Whatever way you want to respond, sounds good. Looking forward to catching up with you. You know, whatever way you want to respond, but you're just simply delaying it. That's it, folks. I mean, it's not rocket science. And the thing that I've said on this podcast before, and I'm going to say it again, and I know I've been guilty of this as a sales professional. Sometimes if a suggestion or a tactic isn't sophisticated enough for us, we dismiss it. This could easily fall under that category. I mean, seriously, this is just like, I mean, are you kidding me? This guy's offering this as a sales tip? But remember, knowing something or, oh, okay, yeah, that's basic, is very different than you actually doing it. So my suggestion, as always, is to consider this one big laboratory experiment, right? You got the lab coat on. Give it a shot when you get out there this week. Try this tactic. Think about what I want you to think about right now. Okay, what deals do I have in the pipeline right now as I'm listening to this, where I might be able to utilize this crazy delayed response tactic and make it your own. But remember, I truly feel that we're, we're most vulnerable between meetings. And the last thing we want to do is do any of this, you know, I'm calling a check in type of nonsense. I'm circling back. You, you don't want to do that because that's very typical. And you don't want to come across as just another sales rep. You want every aspect of your behavior to be different, right, to be set apart from you know that that pack of sales reps that are out there so give it a shot and as always feel free to email me and let me know how it's working out for you paul at your sales before you go we have a really cool resource and what makes it cool is that like anything else that i've been trying to offer lately uh it, you can you can go at your own pace by the way because this is a download. It happens to be a two-session course on closing more effectively. But, you know, remember before I was saying, hey, you got to be different. I decided to make this course a bit different because a lot of closing courses deal in a lot of sleazy manipulation tactics and a lot of uh, closes, if you will, that probably... Should have been put to rest in 1971 when people are talking about that shit. Uh, I go about it very differently. The way I've designed this little mini course, just two sessions. I designed it to pick up from the moment you set the appointment. Now, why did I do that? I did that because I believe that the close, if you will, begins long before that magical moment when, you know, you shake hands and, you know, or you're even before that, that magical moment when you ask for the business. So I've designed it a little bit differently, right? To pick up from the moment you set the appointment and what I've also decided to do throughout the course. Anyway, we touch on some questioning uh, tactics that I believe you should have. And when i talk about questioning tactics right away you might have just you know found yourself doing something when i said questioning tactics a lot of sales trainers beat something to death when it comes to questioning tactics and then and, and questioning types and they basically talk about opened you know open questions or closed questions again um you, you couldn't pay me enough to teach that shit because I, I personally was tired of hearing it about 30 years ago, and I'm sure you guys are too. So I go about my questioning technique very different. And uh, we talk about five different types of questions. I actually have a PDF with 100 sample questions. We're going to be talking about how to expedite your deals. Talk about how you can just assess their level of urgency and even create Urgency. We'll talk about, and this is something we touched on today, by the way, how to keep them engaged between meetings. Why? Because once again, I feel that's when we as sales professionals are most vulnerable. We'll talk about how to ask for the deal differently without any of those sleazy closing tactics, We're also going to talk a little bit about negotiation because people don't always, they're not having it sometimes. Sometimes they want to play, let's make a deal. And um, before we continue, I want you to understand something about me and pricing. I'm in an industry where, I mean, I'm not kidding you. I, I've got to have 100,000 competitors out there. Everybody thinks they're a sales trainer or sales thought leader or, you know, quote-unquote consultant, and I compete against them every year. So, you know, I have people all the time that think sales trainers are a dime a dozen, and sometimes they try to get cute and want to negotiate the price down. So I'll share my playbook with you on what I do in a very competitive industry. We'll talk about that, but I also decided to go where no sales trainer has gone before when it comes to closing. What do you do when somebody tells you no, right? How how do you rebound from that? What's the rebuttal? What's the game plan right from the word no? So if you'd like to learn more, Please visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash close more. Yoursalesplaybook.com slash close more. With that, I'm Paul Castain from yoursalesplaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Come check out our blog by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash.